Hello, welcome back. This is episode two for Sunday Night Talk Show, also SNTS. Nicholas Charlie's here with my co-host, Chris Beaumont. How you doing? How you doing? Not too bad. I've been really excited to get to episode two, man. Yeah, man, I've been uh, I've been waiting. I've been counting down the days, um, and uh, now that's finally here, uh, I just now got an offer on uh, OfferUp. Uh, some driver was just priced $10 lower. $10. Yeah. Cold what, are you up. looking for get a driver on OfferUp or something? Um, I was looking for a putter, which I bought a putter. Mm-hmm. Recently for ten dollars, which was the greatest deal ever, mm-hmm. um, and I seen a Cobra amp BioCell. You mm-hmm. know the one they made the orange, blue, and silver yeah. different colors. A guy had it on there for like forty five dollars. Um, I was thinking about getting it, but I mean I'm hitting my title; it's just fine. So it's really no point for me to get the driver. Don't really need it. Okay, what kind of clubs do you have again? Uh, I have a 913 D3 driver. It's about 10-year-old. I have a the Nike VRS 3-wood, the Covert. That's about 10-year-old. I have the Callaway Maverick Irons. Mm-hmm. An old Cleveland 54-degree that my father gave me when I was maybe 12. And I'm 26 now, so... Why well, have such old... Like, are you getting new irons, or are you going to stick with some upgrades? Well, I just, now, I just now got the Mavericks a few months ago. Okay. Uh, absolutely love them. If you guys are looking for a really good set to help you get some distance, easy to hit, go check them out. Mm-hmm. Uh, you get them, you know, PG, uh, Superstore, Golf Galaxy, 1000 bucks. get you a brand new set of irons, and I mean, they're truly wonderful. Um, my wedge, I'm going to be honest, uh, I really I really like the wedge. I know how to hit it. I know my how far I can hit it. And, uh, you know, I was, which, wish I was able to get a little bit more action off of it. But, uh, you know, just seeing the price of them nowadays, I mean, you're talking 150 bucks. Yeah. You know, to go get you a nice wedge, a new wedge. Yeah. Uh, good quality. It means $100, $150. And, I mean, as of right now, I mean, it's just kind of hard to go and dish out that 100 right now, you know, especially with the way everything it. is. Yeah. I mean, I've been playing... I have what do I have? I have Cleveland's Tour Sevens, and they're like almost ten years old, around seven or eight years old. Your wedges, my irons, my set, everything. When I talk about drivers, I have the Callaway Biggest Big Bertha. That's like a thirty-year-old driver. And yeah, I have a wood. Yeah, I mean that. What that's got to be early two thousands, late nineties. That driver you got? I don't know. My my dad played with it when he when he was in his. I want to say early 40s, and he's 60 now, so I have no idea. <laughs> he gave them to me, but I like them. They, they sound amazing because they're titanium. Yeah. And when you hit it, and especially when it's like just getting dark, you hit it, and it's like a spark. The golf ball spark because it's like, it's great. No other club does that. No, it's, you know, when, once you find a set, no matter how old they are or how new they are, you know, it's, that's what I'm, my biggest fear is, is going to get a new driver just because it's new. And I can't hit it as good as I hit my 10-year-old 913 D3. You know, and the thing is, at the time when I bought it, I bought it off the cal- off the Titleist truck. And with the custom shaft, that that set me set me back about a solid 450 bucks. Really? So I'm getting my 450 bucks worth out of it. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I uh, we played actually a couple days ago. Uh, yeah, we played at uh, the Valley Ranch a couple yeah. days ago. Um, you know, it's it was 
my first round probably in a solid month and a half just kind of been laying low for a little while um but you know what i was satisfied with the way that i hit the ball mm-hmm. but you it was your first round and you know what i haven't i i should play a lot more than what i should because i used to golf when i was younger 12 13 maybe even 15 I used to play a little tournaments, and I used to golf every weekend. Every weekend, go on tournaments, golf, hit the, hit the ball, practice. But the past couple of years, I've been having some back problems, and it's like I don't I go out once in a blue moon. Well, you're going to see a lot of Nick uh, golfing here on Par 5 Buddies, which just went live. Yes, um, Instagram is live. Um, you can uh, check us out on Instagram. It's Par 5 Buddies. Um, there are some clips on there of us when we went to Dove Valley Ranch. Um, and uh, actually, our YouTube should be live. Hopefully, it gets uh, published today on YouTube. I think we have another video coming out, hopefully, tonight. On what? On YouTube. Do we putting up a video yet or no? Yes, it should be. Actually, it should be out tonight. It should be live tonight. Um, but that's just a little tutorial that we've done on, uh, you know, basically short game. It's just a little tutorial because I know that was my biggest thing was having to, on you know, on a par 5, hit driver, yeah. 5 iron, um, 50, 60 yards away, 70 yards away, and I can't hit a 50 yard shot to save my life I'm either I either skull it over the green mm-hmm. or I hit it too short it's you know what I'm saying and a lot of people have that so you know just trying to bring a little bit of of uh, you know some sense into people because a lot of people always say that, that gotta hit the drive 300 man I can hit a drive 200 yards and beat somebody that's trying to hit the 300 but can't have a short game yeah, the you whole know. point of this par five, buddies, is like we're just trying to help people out and explain to them that you can hit a dr- you can pull a happy Gilmore. You had to drive for like five hundred yards, but I'm just saying, like your short game is everything. You know, yeah, short game is everything. I mean, like my grandfather, for instance, man. I mean, my grandfather is seventy, seventy six, seventy seven year old, and uh, back in the day, he actually I have pictures of him uh, playing in tournaments with Gary Player. Really, and uh, you know, I mean, he used to be really, really good back in the day. I mean, he used to he used to hit the ball far. His short game was good. Now, I mean, I'm out driving that man by hundred yards. He is also seven years old. I mean, come on. I'm out driving that man by hundred yards, but get that man within a hundred yards of a green. Oh yeah, he's he's deadly. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I mean, he can literally stick a green the way Rory does or Tiger does. He can stick a green. He's got a wonderful short game. And he little he literally hits a driver two hundred and twenty yards. I can I can outdrive him with my five iron. But you're on the green on like five, he's on one shot. You know, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Level. And I'll tell you he's shooting seventy seven, seventy eight. For someone to be shooting their own age, mm-hmm. that's unbelievable. And it's all about your short game. Yeah, absolutely. It's you know, I mean game. this this guy is literally shooting his age. I mean, even if you were shooting ninety you know, that's still great. But, I mean, man's 76, 77-year-old, and he's able to put his age down on the scorecard. 
That's crazy, man. You know, but that's what it's all about. And that's what we're trying to do is help people. Because um, a lot of people, because of this COVID, we're not having nothing to do. They're actually, uh, a lot of people picked up golf. Yeah. An awful lot of people picked up golf. I mean, I went, I passed by a golf course a couple of days ago. I was taking my little girl to the park. And there's a golf course right there. It's called uh, Ikano, Ikano Park, Ikano Golf. And, uh, man, the parking lot was full. And it was there was nobody at the park. But, mm. I mean, everybody's everybody's playing golf. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. Gonna get well, we went house. to uh, Dove Creek a couple days ago at that golf course. Uh, that place was busy. Yeah. You that know, place I, was jam-packed. I've seen it worse, man. I mean, first time I ever played that course was about three months ago. And uh, every shot, me and my old man went out there, and every shot, dude, we waited 15, 20 minutes every shot. Hit a driver, waited 20 minutes to hit the next shot. Nine holes took us three and a half hours. Really? Because on how packed down the course was. But, you know, that's just an issue that you're going to have whenever there's not a lot of stuff for people to do, you know. Um, But actually, um, talking about uh, golf. Yep. I actually, <coughs> excuse me, has a little something in my throat. <coughs> He's choking on a frog right now. <coughs> yeah. Let's hope it's a frog. Uh, but anyways, talking about golf, actually, you know, let's see. Let's. We actually have the uh, waste management leaderboard uh, pulled up. Oh yeah, hope you guys watch that. Um, we have it pulled up now. We're you know we're looking at it, and the first thing that caught my eye was their earnings. Yeah. You their know. their earnings are just truly unbelievable. Uh, I'm looking, you know, uh, Brooks uh, Koepka finished uh, 19 under, and his earnings was 1.3. Man, and he's he's 19 under, and right below him was uh, Han Lee, and he was tied or he was leading for like almost five six holes straight. Uh, but I think something happened. He went into. I remember. I forgot what hole it was, but he went into the water, and after that, he just he lost it. You know, after round two, I really, I, I really, really thought uh, Jordan Speed was going to win it. Oh yeah. Because I mean, on day two, that man went and shot ten under, and at the end of round two, if I'm not mistaken, he was the leader at fourteen, fifteen under par. Mm-hmm. Uh but round three just kind of got the best of him and stuff. But he still finished tied for fourth at 17 under. Yeah. You know, his earnings was still 307K. You know what I mean? I mean that's crazy. I mean, even 10th place. We're looking at the leaderboard right now. 10th place, James Hahn, uh, 15 under, was still 198,000. Guess what, though? I mean, this is one reason why I really wanted to... Um, I mean, the Played purse, professionally. If, you, if you look at the purse, look at the 73... 7.3 7.3 million. That's the purse yes. everyone's playing for. So they're chopping it all up. Yeah, I mean, they're chopping it all up. I mean, but it's just... It's unbelievable on, on how three days of golf, Brooks walk, is walking away 1.3. Let's see, his first round. His first round, six, he shot a 68. Uh, round two, he shot a 66. Round three, he shot a 66 again, and round four, 65. Totaling 265 on waste management in Phoenix. That's incredible. That's, I mean, but you want to know something, though. It's it's not really as hard as a track as you think. 
TPC Scottsdale, it's it's a beautiful golf course. If you ever have the chance to play it, I really suggest you play it. But I mean, you're talking. Actually, I got the yards here. It's a par 71, and the course plays 7,200 yards. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, I've played a course here. Actually, playing um, Dove Valley Ranch mm-hmm. uh, from the tips plays 72, 7,300. Playing Dove Valley Ranch from the tips. A lot of elevation there, stuff like that. Um, TPC is pretty much the same thing. Um, whenever I played it, amazing, beautiful track. Um, I expected it to be a lot harder than what it was. I'm I'm not saying I went out there and I shot in the 60s like Brooks or, or Jordan Spieth did. That's the last thing I'm saying. Yeah. But I mm-hmm. mean for me I'm I'm a I'm a low eighty shooter, high seventies shooter. And whenever I went and played uh TPC Scottsdale, I shot eighty three on that golf course. Playing from the tips, uh Whenever they marked it at the tips, it was like 7,100 yards, 7,000 yards. Really? And, I mean, it's really not that hard of a track as a lot of people would think. Um, just because the pros play at it doesn't necessarily make it hard. It's practice your game, man. Well, the one, I think it was, some, yeah, last Sunday. Uh, it, we were watching this, and... We were watching this, and like four people, at least three or four people were tied for first. Five mm-hmm. people were tied for second. And like three or another three or four people were tied for third. Like it was anybody's game. Yeah. For the last five holes. Yeah. And then, I- and then Brooks Kuepka, out of nowhere, you know, just won, he won it by one shot. And yeah. two people were tied for second. I mean, that's, I'm looking at it right now. I mean, like. I, I'm I'm gonna be honest. I really had a lot of high hope for for speed. I mean, he went 67 round one, 67 round two, round three. He shot 61. Yeah, that was the lowest round. Was 61 round three? That was when he shot he shot 10 over or 10 under. I'm sorry, <laughs> he shot 10 under on that round to put him in first place. And then I mean, but he, he made just, up for for 72 around four. Yeah, round four he shot he shot seventy two, which is what brought him to his seventeen under. I mean, if he kept on a good pace, yeah, literally, if he if he kept it and shot seventy, he would have tied Brooks. If he shot sixty nine, he would have had first place at twenty under in four rounds. Yeah, you know. But realistically, I mean, if you stop and you think, I mean, these are professional golfers, right? If you stop and think by all you literally have to do is practice your short game, and you um, don't do it professionally, but mm-hmm. you could see numbers like this on on a scorecard. You know, I mean, I know people personally. I know guys personally that I golf with uh, out in California, and they're 69, 70, 71. They don't golf professionally. You know what I'm saying? They do it. They love the sport. They love the game. Yeah, but these guys, I mean, we Jordan Speed, he's been playing forever. I mean, who else we got on here? We got James Hahn, JT uh, Posden. Let's see who else we have on the list. Who else played? Roy Let's McElroy. McElroy. He was tied for 13. He shot round one. He shot 70. Round two is 67. 
Yeah, he was in the seventies, round three is seventy again, and round four is sixty four. You know, I mean And I mean he shot he shot thirteen under. Yeah, thirteen under. Who else we have uh, here? John Ram, he shot thirteen under. Uh, 68 round one, 69 round two, 66 round three, and 68 round four. Maybe we have uh, our, our, our he board. finished that tied for 13. At least my boy, I like Bubba Watson a lot. Bubba Watson. He's tied under. for 22, 11 under. 71 round one, 68 round two, 69 round three, and 65 round four. I mean... I mean a couple years ago, he ran the Masters a couple years ago too. Even at, even at tied for 22nd, his earnings was still sixty four thousand. Was still his earnings. I mean, tied for thirtieth, Matt Jones, ten under, tied for thirtieth place, seventy four, uh, forty four thousand. So, what's the last pay? Let's see. We're going all the way down. All the way okay, up. right there. So, sixty um, sixth place, Aaron Wise. He shot even par, and he got fifteen five out of it. Yep. Round one was 74, round two was 65, round three was 73, and round four was 72. Man, that's... That's still an amazing round of golf, a couple yeah. rounds of golf. Guess what? If I shot that round of golf, man, I'd love my life. You know what I'm saying? Shooting low 70s, you know, with this... Uh, you know, but you want to know something, though? This, looking, looking at this 74, 65, 73, 72... That's literally like day two. He had the greatest golf day of his life. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. He had the greatest golf day of his life, yep. man. I mean, it's hard for. I mean, don't get me wrong. It takes a lot of practice. These guys practice all the time, man. I mean, well, they practice even when they're not playing. They're practicing just to practice. But guess what, though? If I can finish in 66th place and get 15-5 for playing golf. I don't think my wife would argue with me anytime I go to the course anymore. <laughs> you know? She just take the credit card. Yeah, just <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, you're going golfing? Give me the card. Yeah. You know what just I'm make saying? sure you win, they gotta pay some Yeah, stuff. just make sure you win. <laughs> uh but how about a lot of guys actually got cut from this tournament too? Let's see who let's see who we got cut here. Uh Denny McCaffrey. Ricky Jerry Fowler Cohen. got cut. Ricky Fowler's on this list. Ricky Fowler got cut. Really? I like yeah. Ricky Fowler a lot. He doesn't do the whole colorful thing no more when he first started the tour. You know, when he first started, that's that's that why was that, his signature. That was the Ant Biocell was was, he was, sponsored, that's why it was the He was sponsored by Puma and uh, Cobra. Cobra. Yeah. yeah, and he was doing the whole yellow and white. and. Actually, uh, Ricky Fowler just now got some new uh, irons made from uh, Cobra, the Rev 33. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, was watching, I was watching a video on him. Uh, from uh, from Rick Shields, mm-hmm. and he's you know he's he's out in the UK. He does uh, tutorials. Um, he golfs with a lot of you know big people. Yeah, he does a lot of demo of irons, and uh, he was demoing them. I was watching the video, and uh, I mean, dude, those irons are it's like a butter knife. I was there's no confidence. You know what I'm saying? I I look at my key. My key thing on hitting a shot of five iron two twenty is I need to be confident behind that ball. And with the way that his irons are made, I mean you really, really, really gotta know how to hit the ball to be that consistent to hit a an iron that's I mean a butter knife, man. I mean no nothing. 
it, it no cavity back just a pure blade thin as could be small as could be but are you ready for the price tag on those irons lay it on me $2,500 for the Rev 33 by Cobra. Copper finish. Copper finish. Yes. Now, I mean... Are we talking... This is irons. We're not talking... No, this is just irons. Four through pitching. I mean... Limited if, edition. If, if you, I mean, if you got the money and you're a golfer all the time and you're, you're, you're investing in yourself, though. You know... That's, a, that's hefty, though. I think... Here's the thing. I think um, Rick Shills, I think he hit it on the nose with saying it's either somebody that's a really big fan of Ricky Fowler mm-hmm. or and they want to play his clubs yeah. or just some kind of, you know, a big time collector because there's only so many sets made. Oh, what? They limited? Yeah, it's limited edition. How so, many do we have? Uh, I want to tell you it was, I think it was 750 sets, I want to say. Uh, it was like. 250 I think in the UK and then 500 sets out in the US really yeah so I mean it's a super super limited edition club um, but I mean it's just crazy you know it's I'm, I'm gonna be honest with you if if I was able to, to choose an iron for me as you know an average golfer man I, I want something with forgiveness I mean I'm t- you're talking these ref 33s and this was, I want to tell you, last year mm-hmm. it was. Um, but, I mean, these Ref 33s have a sweet spot size of a penny mm-hmm. compared to my Mavericks that's like the size of a half dollar. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's just it's all about maximum forgiveness. I mean, a lot of people go out there and buy blades or muscle backs just because, you know, they want to hit the ball like a pro. Yeah. Well, unless you practice 24-7, you're not going to hit the ball nowhere like them. Yeah. If you, man, I'll, with my Mizuno MP59s, man, I was hitting a five iron, 170 yards. Really? With my Callaway Mavericks, a solid hit. That the par three that we played at Dove Valley. Yeah. We played a par three on the backside. No wind. It was a little chilly outside. We was about 68, 65 outside, so there wasn't really a lot of heat to help me with distance. Um. I hit a five iron to the back of the green, and the back of the green played 215 yards. With my five iron out of my Mizuno, Mm -hmm. I never would have been able to do that. I never would have been able to stick it on the green. I would have tried to hit the crap out of it, and I would have ended up 50, 60 yards short because I would have topped it. So it's all about having an iron that's easy for you to hit, something that you can control, something that confidence is key. Absolutely, absolutely. And that's the number one thing that we need. Um, But... We did have a pretty special Sunday last week. Yes, we did. Uh, let me give you one second. Sorry, I had a text message here. Uh, we did have a special Sunday. Hopefully, you guys enjoyed the Super Bowl. Uh, I'm looking at the stats here right now. 9 to 31. You know... Uh, 9 to 31. Man, you know, Patrick Mahomes didn't get a single... Touchdown in this. Do you know Super what Bowl. the odds are? There, there was betting. I forgot. I think it was FanDuel. I don't remember what the what well, company was. The odds for not having one touchdown for either team. I think it was like a hundred one. Not that, but I mean, you're you're talking about Kansas City. They finished regular season at fourteen and two. It looks like, 
and their average scoring is forties and third. Like, I mean, how do you not get one touchdown? Yeah, I mean, you know, Tampa Bay's defense was. I mean, they they came to play. You know, I mean, don't get me wrong, guys. It's it, it is very hard to do something that these quarterbacks do. Mm-hmm. Patrick Mahomes, Tom Brady, Drew Brees. Uh, dude, if I was to get hit that much, oh, man. there's no way in hell I'm still throwing a football. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, I literally, I man, I went, me and my, my friends was playing some football at one of the parks here a few months ago. Mm-hmm. And I literally just ran out for a practice catch. And uh, I tore my groin and then I tore my hamstring. I remember you Just for that. running for... A practice catch. I mean, these guys are getting hit by three hundred pound linebackers. I mean, you gotta understand something. The, the the way they train, the way they practice, even their practice games are like real games. You understand? Man. And they build a tolerance for the pain, and they just they have the body and stamina to do it. But I'm just so blown away about Tom Brady. You, you I want? I mean, he's going. He he ring number seven. He he is the only quarterback. Actually, he has now officially more rings than any franchise. I I he could really, be his own team. I really think no, he cannot be his own team. I really think that Patrick Mahomes is going to be the next Tom Brady because he's yes, he had a very terrible Super Bowl. I mean, we're looking. Uh, Patrick Mahomes went twenty six for forty nine. Passing, um, he threw two interceptions. Uh, he got sacked three times for a loss of twenty-seven yards. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing: Tampa Bay's defense. I mean, they really they, came to play. They play. They was lines. fast. Every single play they got by, they went straight for Patrick Mahomes. Man, it's like they had it out for him. You know what I mean? And let's see. So. As far as first downs, Tampa Bay, Kansas City, Tampa Bay was at 26 first downs total, mm-hmm. and Kansas City was at 22 first downs total. Both teams had the same amount of passing first downs. They both had 12, okay? Yeah. Uh, rushing, Tampa Bay had eight. Kansas City had seven. First down from penalties... Uh, Kansas City was at three. <clears throat> Excuse me. Tampa Bay was at six. Now, I'm going to be honest with you. They was in Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay had a major advantage. But, I mean, every other play, there was a flag thrown. Yeah, every man. other play. I mean, but that's one of the perks of playing in your hometown. I mean, you got to think. Those reps are from Tampa Bay. Do you really think it was like that, though? I think so, man. I'm going to speak the truth. I mean, a lot of people probably don't want to hear it. Tampa Bay fans don't want to hear it. When's the last time they won a Super Bowl at Tampa the Buccaneers? I mean, we, I mean, I don't know. I, you know what? I'm actually I'm, I'm typing that into Google right now because I'm curious. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I'm so like Tom Brady. It, it, it took him one year. This was his first year with the Buccaneers. And right in the Super Bowl. And he won it. Well, he won it. He had a great team behind him. 
You know what I'm saying? He also had an uh, an amazing offense. I mean, he had with. Antonio Brown, Leonard Fournette. I mean, and he had Gronk back. He had Gronk, Gronk back. Gronk had two touchdowns alone, like he, right there. He had Mike Evans. Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? I mean, he's got some really good wide receivers. I'm going to be honest with you. I expected the closest game in the world. I expected a really fun, energetic, back-and-forth um, uh, game for the Super Bowl. And, I mean, I'll even put it to you like this, man. Um, one of the buddy, one of my buddies I was watching the Super Bowl with looked at the lines for the game. Mm-hmm. And on the second half, Tampa Bay was plus seven points. So, I mean, the entire world expected Patrick Mahomes to come back second half like just, he always does. Explode, you know. And... I'm pretty sure the entire world had overs in this game. Okay, so um, Tampa Bay has been in two Super Bowls. Okay. The last Super Bowl that they was in was against the Raiders back in 2003. So now we're t- technically it's a 2020 Super Bowl. So let's see here. The 2020 season. I mean, man, just Tom Brady. Do you agree or do you disagree? Greatest quarterback of all time. Is he the GOAT? Is Tom Brady the GOAT? See, that's the ultimate question. Um, He now, I think, I, I'm pretty sure he has the most rings for a quarterback. Yes. Yes, he does. Um, He is actually the only quarterback at seven Super Bowl rings. He is know? now the also second quarterback ever to be play Super Bowl for two different teams other than Peyton Manning. Other than Peyton Manning, um, I'm going to be honest with you. Can I call Tom Brady the GOAT? I mean, there's a lot at of this, speculation. There's at this like, point, at this point, you kind of you, you kind of have to. I mean. You kind of have to. I mean, with on paper, rings. on paper and the stats, yes. But there's so much speculation with the, the spy gate and the cheating and maybe. And I, I but. Him and Belichick was just like, I don't know, man. When he was with the Patriots. So I found, I, I'm looking at this, and I'm actually um, pretty amazed by it with how many times um, Patrick Mahomes actually had to throw away the ball. I mean, he wasn't able to play to his full extent because of Tampa Bay's defense on how good they were. Mm-hmm. But Patrick Mahomes still passed for 243 yards. And Tampa Bay went for 195. You know what they say, defenses win championships. So we're looking 26 for 49 passing attempts uh, and completions. Uh, Tampa Bay 21 for 29. So Brady, he had more completions. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, Patrick Mahomes threw 48, 49%. And Tom Brady threw and completed... 80%. 80%. You know what I'm saying? He completed 80%. Uh, and, I mean, I'll tell you what got him. He, he threw th- two interceptions. He got sacked three times for the big loss of 27 yards. Mm-hmm. I mean... Here's what really aggravated me about the Super Bowl, at least with Patrick Mahomes. I love Patrick Mahomes. I, I think I'm, I'm a fan. Here's what uh, really aggravated me. All year... At least two years, he would always bomb the ball. Always did amazing. No look passes, jump passes, whatever it is. But now with the Super Bowl, losing, 
it's only like 10-yard passes. He's yeah, only but... going for first downs. He's not trying to put points on the board, and that really aggravated me. But you're also talking of a, of a team that, that came... I mean, came to play. I mean, this is a team that came to play, and they showed up. You know what I mean? The first five minutes, Patrick Mahomes looked like he was going to rock everybody in that stadium. I mean, if you remember the first play when it started, Tampa Bay went three and out in like two minutes. Yeah. And then we thought, everyone thought like, oh man, this is going to be one hell of a game. Yeah. You know, I mean, I'm, I'm, you know what the best part of the Super Bowl was? If you guys could have heard my uncle cussing <laughs> at the TV, that was the highlight of the Super Bowl for me. Because watching this 9-31, to 31, Tampa Bay taking it home. I'm going to be honest with you. I like both teams. I like all the players on both teams. Um, and I would have liked to see 28-31. I would have liked to see... At least it would have been so sweat. I would have liked to see 20-31. But, well, yeah. but here's the thing. Even though it was 9-31, like a regular game would have been boring. Half the time people would just shut it off or move it to a different game because it's like not to watch. But for some reason... It was exciting. Exciting. I mean, it was. I mean, with the with the three interceptions that Patrick Mahomes threw, he made them still exciting somehow. I don't know. We we just every play, I expect him to do something amazing. Well, I mean, he did. I mean, the man's going on the ground and he's still throwing a fifty yard bomb. Yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, you know, I'd like to see a, a lot of people attempt just to throw a ball fifty yards and actually hit their target. I mean, this man was throwing a fifty yard, thirty yard bomb. And he's hitting his target, but, I mean, he's also got two defenders on him, and he's a foot and a half off the ground. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's like, I don't know. I'm going to be honest with you. I think Patrick Mahomes is a wonderful quarterback. He's a, a, a he's very oh, impressive he's, quarterback. I, I still think he's worth every penny. I think he, for the highest paid quarterback in the league, yes. I think so. Any team that would have him is going to be a Super Bowl team. Honestly, I think Kansas City is going to be the next New England Patriots. Every other Super Bowl, I think they're going to go yeah, I to. Think, I think I'm pretty sure they're the new dynasty. And honestly, excuse me one second, <clears throat> even if they possibly don't make Super Bowl, you see them in the AFC Championship. Oh, yeah. You'll, yeah, you'll see them in the championship all day long. Um, but that, you know, that was our Sunday. You know, we sat back. We watched it like everyone else did, enjoyed our game. Um, seen some friends, finally got together with some friends. I think it was maybe five or six people we got together with. Close amount of people. I mean, remember, guys, we're still trying to stay safe and everything. Yes, so. still trying to stay safe. And hopefully, um, hopefully, man, before this year is over, we don't got to worry about this no more because I'd love to go play a game of pool. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I mean, who misses going to a bar? You know? I, dude, I, I miss my pool halls, man. I was a pool hall junkie back in the day, man. I miss just going to a damn sports bar. Just the atmosphere. Oh. I don't know how many people love Buffalo Wild Wings. You know what? Every time I walk in there, I instantly get a headache. I don't know. It's just every football season, Buffalo just Buffalo Wild Wings is the place to go. I, I don't know anyone else that has the most TVs and projector screens. Well, here's the thing. Guys, I'm a Miami Dolphins fan, and it's Ooh. very hard. <laughs> it's very hard to find a Dolphins game on. You know what I'm saying? My point made. <laughs> it's, it's hard to find a Dolphins game on, man. I mean, it's just... It is what it is, but I mean, it wasn't just like a Sunday thing for me to go sit down and watch uh, football or, or just to go sit down and watch basketball. I mean, I'm a fan of the sport. I'm not a super fan. I, I I can literally go 
a season and watch them play two, three times. I don't yeah. need to watch all games. But my thing was going to a pool hall. Pool halls are fun, man. That 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 was my thing before this coronavirus and, and stuff like that. And uh, get up, go to the pool hall. It's literally thirty feet away from my house, and walk in there playing pool for a couple hours. And it wasn't like I, I never went in there and, and had a beer to play pool. I just go in there just to, to play pool. Yeah. You know, so it was. I miss it. I'm not gonna lie. I mean, I, w- I think hopefully things go back to normal. I'm pretty sure they will. Hopefully, I, I don't know this vaccine thing. I don't know. People are feeling better. People are getting bad. I don't know. I really don't know about it. But am I gonna get it? It's in the air. What about you? It, you know, man, just trying to stay safe, man. It's it's not really myself that I'm more concerned about. I mean, I have a three year old little girl. Yeah. You know, that's what's really stopping me from going downtown drinking in Scottsdale. You know what I'm saying? That's what's stopping me from going to a lot of places is because because of my little girl. I mean also guys remember even though you feel good, you feel like there's no problems, you have no symptoms, you could be asymptomatic, you could still have it and give it to the people you love around you. So you guys gotta be really careful. Man, there's actually people here in Phoenix um, that I just recently found out that mm-hmm. uh, was actually one of my wife's friends, and uh, you know she was talking to her on the phone one day, and uh, you know her family has the coronavirus, but they didn't feel anything, so they were still going out in public. You know, mm-hmm. if you got the virus, man, I mean, stay home, stay home, do your two weeks. You know, I mean, we'll literally go out of town for a couple days. Like uh, my anniversary is coming up, and. I'm going to take the wife to the beach in San Diego. I'm not going to be around anybody. But, I mean, I went to a different state. We was around a diff- different group of people. You know what I'm saying? When I come back, before I see my family members or my friends, I'm going to quarantine myself for two weeks, Absolutely. even if I, even without having the virus. So if you have it, don't be a jackass, man. Stay home. Exactly. You I know, mean, because, I mean, dude, you got to think, man. There's people that, that go to the grocery store to go. They need food to eat. And they're old people, you exactly. know, or like my cousin out in Houston, man, he's, he's diabetic, but he's the only one that drives in the family. Mm-hmm. If they need something from the grocery stores, you know, he goes and he gets it, but if he'll, he'll get the groceries. Yeah. But I mean, for someone just to be a jackass, just because they don't feel no symptoms, but they do have it to go out, they can literally get a 30 year old man sick with this coronavirus. He's diabetic. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I mean, yeah. that can really affect him majorly. Yeah. You know, so if if you got it, guys, stay home, man. It's it's not worth it, man. Do you, you two if, weeks? If you if you've been quarantined, you've been staying away, but if you have a small group of friends that you know for a fact they're safe, that's fine. But if you take a vacation, go out of town for a couple of days, and you come back home, stay quarantined at least for two weeks. At least for two weeks, just just quarantine yourself. It, it's not hard. We done it. We we had a scare recently, um, and uh, you know he actually he he did he ended up passing away from having the virus, but he was also in his eighties. Yeah, you know, but uh, we had it, and we had a scare, and none of us had it, but we stood home for two weeks because we didn't want to get it or we didn't want to spread it. You Absolutely. Know? 
So just stay home, guys. If you guys are, are feeling sick, feeling under the weather, don't get out the house, man. Just stay home. Absolutely. Um, but we actually we have something here on YouTube that we wanted to discuss. Oh, yeah. Um, so there was today, or what? what is it? February 12th, 2021. It was posted today, but I think it happened yesterday on the 11th. Oh, okay, so it happened the day before on the 11th. Um, a hundred vehicle pileup in Texas. And I mean, prayers go out to everybody who was involved, all the families. I heard that there was at least seven, maybe six, seven people died in this pileup. I seen the videos, horrible, really, really graphic. You know, you guys, you guys got our prayers. You guys is in there, or a loved one, or a family member was involved in this. We give you guys our prayers. Um, hope everybody heals. And to the ones that we lost, we're, you know, you know, it we, was. We got prayers for everybody out there. For real, um, it was pretty horrible. I hope everyone's safe. I'm just, I'm lost for words on it. You know. Yeah, I mean, it was just car after car after semi. It was, it was pretty bad. Actually, there was a. Uh, a clip on a, a car literally went into the pileup and shot across the interstate. Yep. You know, so I mean, guys, when you guys are out there and you're driving, I mean, out here in Phoenix, I'm, there's probably almost three wrecks a day that I'm almost involved in because people don't pay attention. You know, get off the phones, stop texting and driving. Um, use <laughs> use Bluetooth in your car, man. It's keep your eyes on the road because a vehicle is a weapon man. all it takes is one vehicle i think that's how it started something happened i think a vehicle actually broke down on this highway i don't remember but they didn't see it crash after crash after crash before you know it it was like a hundred car car pile up on the and this was highway. off this was off of the uh i-35 in fort worth texas so uh you know i know a lot of people out there in texas i was born and raised there um I mean, I'm a true Texan, and you know, I give out all, all my prayers to everybody out there, everybody that was involved, and hopefully, everybody is uh, is safe and home, and everyone recovers back to a hundred percent. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, but other than that, what I wanted to talk about uh, stimulus coming up. Yes, um, I'm waiting for it. I think I'm I heard mid March. Hopefully it comes out mid-March. I did see some stuff out there that um, a selected amount of people was going to get them. Mm-hmm. Um, I know in the beginning it was the in- annual income was seventy thousand, and they lowered it to fifty. Lowered it to fifty. Yes. Well, you know, I mean, to at this point in time, everyone pretty much needs it. You know, I mean, I mean we're not golfing and making one point three. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You never so, know. so I mean, hopefully one day. But uh, you know, I mean, no matter what it is, if it's five hundred dollars, if it's five thousand dollars, you know, I mean, everything helps to catch up on bills. I mean, I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm still waiting for a check so I can pay off my credit card. <laughs> you know I what mean, I'm saying? I mean, you really gotta watch where your money goes during this pandemic. And you know, actually, I did see when Biden first got into office. Um, Unemployment supposed to be easier for for some people out there to get, um, so you know hopefully things go for a change. Hopefully things kind of work out for everybody with Biden in office, and uh, if uh, you know these stimulus checks comes out, 
Hopefully we all get them. Hopefully we all get taken care of. You no, know, I know it's uh, it was supposed to be two thousand. Okay. And they end up giving us six hundred December first. I think right New Year's Eve. Mm-hmm. December thirty yes. first. Um, I got mine shortly after. Yes. Or right after New Year's or the second yes. or third. Yeah, it was like the second or the third. Yeah, yeah six hundred and Biden approved the fourteen hundred. That includes two thousand, and I think I don't know something about. This thing is three grand for a child per child. But see, I want to say, or that's, is that just taxes? I don't think it's I don't think it's stimulus. I don't know. I I think that's gotta be for uh for the taxes. I would have to think. I mean, because I remember it was always three grand thirty five hundred per child mm-hmm. when filing taxes. Uh, I think uh, it's what was it's two grand per person in your household. So I mean. I mean, think about it, though. I mean, that's still that's still a pretty good chunk. I mean, it helps a lot of people catch up with some bills, uh, pay off some credit card debt. But hopefully, you know, next year, hopefully people get jobs, go back to work. Hopefully the economy gets a lot better. Because that's the whole point of the stimulus. There. People need money, but some people spend it. They want to boost up the economy so that people could spend it, even though it's made for paying bills. And But people usually yeah, spend it for... Yeah, it's made for paying bills and stuff like that. But, I mean, you know... Yeah. You know, some people, uh, it's it's more than what their bills could be, you know? Me, I mean, I got a, a $700 car payment. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, I mean, it's it's tough. You know, I mean, it, it, whenever I was working for Volkswagen of Beaumont and uh, Mercedes-Benz of Beaumont, you know, you never really knew what it was to every week you got that check coming you know what i'm saying you're guaranteed every two weeks to get that paycheck and then this virus hits and there's cutbacks and don't need so many people anymore and now you're waiting for that two-week check to come in and it's like it's not there now you're trying to figure out what how am i paying this how am i paying that so you know hopefully they they get it done soon enough to where everyone can catch up and and uh you know get out of debt man you know that's being with this with this coronavirus and stuff like that stress will make you more uh what's there's a word that i'm looking for but stress you know stress stressing yourself out will make it easier for you to get uh sickness to get this virus stuff like that so i mean you know Hopefully this helps a little relieve a lot of stress mm-hmm. off of a lot of people and uh, help out those who are in need. I mean, like these these guys here that just now had that car accident, man. I mean, I'm pretty sure they can use a stimulus check to help them get a rental car or put a down payment for something or, you know what I mean? Yeah. Cars are important, man. You need, you need transportation. Absolutely. You know, Absolutely. and right now I know it's hard for a lot of those people to go put money down to go get something else to drive. You know, so I mean, hopefully, next five, six months, hopefully, this coronavirus goes away. Hopefully, we can take a new step, and hopefully, 2021 will not be like 2020. Hopefully, not. Hopefully, it's getting better, but I think it is getting better. But I, I, like I said, with this vaccine stuff, I don't know. Yeah. I'm still in there with it. Well, you know, the only thing we can do is wake up and smile because. You wake up, you get to see another day. 100%. You know, you wake up, you get to see another day, and that's a blessing. Yes, it is. So, I don't know. But, in other news, 
Um, we do have our Instagram. It's live for yep. uh, SNTS. Just follow us. SNTS. Let's, you know, S dot and dot, you know, TS, but underscore uh, Sunday Night Talk Show. We just got it up and running. We have all the links in the bio. Um, 7 p.m. every Sunday. Every single Sunday. And if you don't want to listen, then don't. But if you do, you'll enjoy it. I hope. Um, but we have a Sunday night talk show. It's live. It's ready. Um, we are on... Uh, We're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Going to be on Google Podcasts pretty soon. Give us a download. Give us a like. Come follow us. And uh, follow us on the Par 5 Buddies as well. Par 5 Buddies. Um it's we're we're still a work you know still a work in progress um trying to get some content for our youtube our instagram it's always going to be active uh pictures of you know we bought a dozen of golf balls today <laughs> if we want to go hit golf balls at a range there's always going to be something on there but go follow us because we are going to put our releases um on Instagram, you know, it, it's all going to be released on Instagram and you can watch the video on YouTube. Um, you know, make sure, check us out there, um, give us some likes. We are trying to grow. Uh, we are trying to trying to make this a thing for me and Nick. You know, I mean, we really enjoy doing it. We like reaching out to everybody there. Uh, we like making videos for you guys, of course. Um, check out Par 5 Buddies and then uh, there's also uh, Chris's Workshop. What's your next project on it? Um, the wife wants me to make, because um, she bought a picture, she hung it on the wall, mm-hmm. and she wants a battery-powered clip light, but we couldn't find them. Right. So uh, it's literally a DIY shelf light action for a, a picture or a shelf. Use your imagination, but yeah. we're going to use ours for um, a picture. So that's going to be the next project, which should be live, hopefully tonight. Hopefully, follow uh, follow my Chris's workshop 2019 on YouTube. Yes, sir. And on Instagram. Yes, sir. Give him a like. Give him a follow. Subscribe. Let us know. We're about to wrap it up here on the Sunday night Sunday night talk show. Until next week, you guys have a good night and God bless. Have a good night. Follow us on uh, on our Instagrams, and we will talk with you guys next week. Have a good one.